For today's podcast, let's start with some audio of Ron Johnson on Meet the Press Sunday. Of course that's he what you want to do. Mid- you're wait, very biased. Hey, and you I'm have trying no to, idea. I'm trying to start the podcast well, here, no, no, Phil. No, 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 no. You're, Phil, you're cold open. No, we should have an opening ridiculous. with Ron Johnson's audio. No, no. From Meet the Press on Sunday. No, it's no, a great no, that's way ridiculous. to start it. That's and we completely could... unfair to Ron Johnson, that great American Phil. hero. Phil! No, Phil, no, 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 I'm no. trying to. I'm trying I'm to explain trying to what's wrong what with how you're trying to start this podcast, so that we can get it's the completely podcast unfair, and our readers and can understand it. All you left-wing it. media types are just completely <laughs> out of control. Okay, our back and forth there. Is that really a back and forth, or was that more of a over-the-head smashdown? Kind of a verbal food fight. I, that's what happened last Sunday on Meet the Press when Ron Johnson, who's normally Wisconsin nice, got into a talkathon with Chuck Todd. And today, very politely, Phil, let's not talk over each other. Oh, I'm going to try my best, Scott, to not talk over you. We're going to play parts of the interview. I guess you can call that an interview. Maybe it's more of an argument. Can I say shit show on the, on the podcast? <laughs> I think so. We'll just bleep it. We'll bleep no it. Idea so again, why, no, that's, that's why, a setup. Why, it is entirely relevant Fox, to this point. Why a Fox News conspiracy propaganda stuff is popping up on here, it I is, have no idea. It is not, that is, I have no that is, idea that is why we're exact, going here. That is, that is, Senator, because I'm this is underlying about, exactly I'm why asking, President Trump is upset and why his supporters are upset right, at the what, news media. We're going to talk about Ron Johnson's infamous appearance on Meet the Press. Infamous if you're a political insider or junkie. Yeah. On today's center stage with Milford in hands. We might even declare a winner. Ooh. Spoiler alert. We're journalists. I bet we go with the journalist. <laughs> uh, on today's Center Stage with Milford in Hands, I'm Scott Milford, the editorial page editor for the Wisconsin State Journal. And I'm Phil Hands. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are half of the State Journal Editorial Board. The better looking half. This this made kind of big waves. It was such a big deal, actually. I did a cartoon about this in uh, Wednesday's Wisconsin State Journal. And people might not know this who listen to the podcast, but I'm a nationally syndicated political cartoonist. And I shipped this cartoon off to my syndicates. And, you know, I know this is kind of local, but you guys interested in this? It's like after Meet the Press on Sunday? Absolutely. After this Meet the Press appearance, Ron Johnson sort of emerged as the leading defender of Donald Trump on the whole Ukraine thing. Which is a position you don't want to be in. Johnson's really kind of played it carefully since Trump got elected, where he has tried not to upset the president. But at the same time, he's sort of very polite. He'll say things to the press like, well, I wouldn't have said it that way. He's always sort of been Wisconsin nice. But in this interview... He was not Wisconsin nice. I don't think he was unhinged, as some people call him. I don't think he lost it. I think he came in with an agenda to, A, go after the press, and B, defend and deflect the whole basis of the impeachment inquiry, which is this Ukraine call. Yeah. And there was a whistleblower about it, and some people were like, oh, you can't trust the whistleblower. What does the whistleblower even matter anymore? Because Trump's all but admitted in public, first it was Ukraine. Yeah, I want them to look into the Bidens, and now he just said he wants China to look into the yeah, Bidens. Yeah, trying to discredit the whistleblower at this point is sort of, it's it doesn't even matter because we have the actual memo of the transcript, where it basically shows exactly what the whistleblower told us. So it's not like he's making stuff up. This is all out there. 
Yeah, and maybe we should just say why we don't want the President of the United States asking as a favor, which he used the word favor in this transcript, foreign countries to investigate his political opponents. I mean, Joe Biden is one of, if not the leading Democrat for the Democratic nomination for president who would then run against Trump. We don't want that because it's foreign interference in our elections, just which is what the Russians did. And up until 2016, this was always a bad thing, having foreign governments interfere in our elections. Now it's sort of like, ah, whatever. Most Republicans seem to be saying that that call the president made was not perfect. Was not perfect. And Trump said it was perfect. And that we shouldn't be blatantly asking a country to do something like this for, for a political reason. And some Republicans, very few, but as our editorial said Wednesday, Assembly Majority Leader Jim Steinecke, who's a Republican from Kaukana, Jim Steinecke said in his tweet, replying directly to the president, a sitting president asking foreign powers to investigate fellow U.S. citizens and political rivals should not and cannot be normalized. That makes pretty basic sense. Yeah. To me, at least. Let's uh, roll the start of this and then we'll pop in and talk about it. Okay. This Sunday, a democracy in crisis. I have an actual obligation and a duty. President Trump says out loud what Democrats have been accusing him of doing, pressuring Ukraine to conduct investigations that would help him politically. I'm going to begin our discussion this morning with Senator Johnson. Senator Johnson, welcome back to Meet the Press, sir. Morning, Chuck. Let me start with something you told the Wall Street Journal uh, uh, late last week. You had said when Mr. Sondland, Gordon Sondland seemed to imply that uh, the, the, the frozen military aid was connected to a promise by Zelensky for investigations, you said, at that suggestion, I winced. My reaction was, oh, God, I don't want to see those two things combined. Why did you wince, and what did you mean by those two things combined? Well, first of all, your Senate piece was, uh, you know, typically very unbiased. Uh, but, you know, let, let me first, before I start answering all the detailed questions, let me just talk about why I'm pretty sympathetic with what President Trump has gone through. You know, I'm 64 years old. I have never in my lifetime seen a president, after being elected, not having some measure of well wishes from his opponents. Uh, I've never seen a president's uh, administration be sabotaged from the day after election. Uh, I, I've never seen uh, no, no, no measure of honeymoon whatsoever. And so what President Trump has had to endure, a false accusation. By the way, you've got John Brennan on. You, you ought to ask uh, Director Brennan, what did Peter Strzok mean when he texted Lisa Page on December 15, 2016? Senator, Quote, can we... Can, our, Senator, th- no, 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 Chuck, Senator, Chuck let, me, let me finish. Think our, what does think this our have sisters to do have begun with leaking like Ukraine? Scorned and what does this have to do with Ukraine? They're, they're, Ron Johnson talks about the very unbiased setup you have there. He's worse at sarcasm than I am, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you listen to the intro, and we don't have time to play it all, I mean, it wasn't a real positive pro-Trump intro. Yeah, it was very unfair of them to play Trump's words <laughs> on that interview where he basically asks China to investigate the Bidens. That's very unfair for them to put that on the, on the, on the, on the opening. The way these TV interviews go, typically, is that it's not unusual when, you, when the TV interviewer asks the first question— for the respondent and the politician to say, well, before I get into that, I want to say this. Yeah. That's not that unusual. And then, as happened here, Chuck Todd gave him a little while. Sort yeah. of like, okay, you can soliloquy about the main point you want to make, 
but I'm not going to let you do this indefinitely. I mean, at some point, the, the interviewer is going to come in and say, okay, but let's get to my question. I've given you enough time here. And Johnson didn't want to surrender at yeah, that before point. Before I answer your question, I'd like, to, I'd like to state these several talking points I've worked up already. And keep stating them over the top of you interrupting me when I don't stop. And he came on there ready to do exactly what he was going to do. Let's keep rolling here as Chuck Todd eventually gets him back uh, to the question. It yeah. takes quite a while. It has everything to do with Ukraine. Now listen, think our sisters have begun le- linking like, leaking like mad, scorned and worried and political. They're kicking into overdrive. Now that was December 15th. Six days before that is when we first started hearing the CIA leaking about Russia supporting the Trump campaign. There's the, that is why Trump is so upset. Uh, he had this false narrative that resulted in him being set up by James Comey in, on January 16th. Then he has a Senator, special counsel appointed that has hampered his entire investigation, his entire, his, entire, his entire administration. And now, once he's been, that was proven false, yeah. he would like to know, and I would like to know, and I know his supporters would like to know, where did this all come from? I'm a little unclear here. What is the false narrative that Johnson's talking about? Because he's mentioning Russian government meddling in the 2016 election to help Trump. That is the conclusion of the Mueller report. That's right, yeah. I mean, the false narrative was that the Trump campaign and the Russians were closely coordinating this effort. Yeah, the Trump campaign couldn't coordinate with itself, let alone the (laughs) Russians. Johnson's talking about a Comey setup or something like that. You know, it's just... I don't think Comey was trying to set up the president. Well, if anything, people thought that Comey may have cost Clinton the campaign. Yeah. Because Comey... In an unprecedented way, just be, you may recall, just before the 2016 election, he came out and said, well, look, I've got this information about Clinton. The week before the election, they were re- they reopened the investigation into Hillary's emails. They got new information, they, and they and Comey made the unprecedented statement, and he, he told Congress that we have to open up this investigation because we have some new information. And they found out that the information was sort of nothing. There was nothing to see there. But by the time they closed the investigation again, it was a week before the election. There's a theory, and I think he's going to say more about this. There's a theory that the Ukrainians sort of made it look like the Russians were trying to collude with the Trump administration when they weren't. One more thing, too, is that Ron Johnson talks about how no administration has been investigated like this ever before. It's unprecedented. I just listened to a podcast about the Whitewater investigation to Bill Clinton. He was basically under investigation from the first year of his presidency all the way through. I mean, he was under investigation for about six or seven years of his presidency. The woe is me for Trump is... uh a little ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Especially because he cost himself so many problems. Who planted that false story? Senator. Who leaked? You know, I, I have a I have my third letter into the Inspector General of the right, Intelligence Senator. Committee asking to just confirm, just confirm, are you investigating those leaks that Peter Strzok talked about in that All right, text? Senator, I have no idea so again, why. No, that's, that's why, a setup. Why, it is entirely relevant Fox, to this point. Why a Fox News conspiracy propaganda stuff is popping up on here, it I is, have no idea. It is not, that is, I have no that is, idea that why is we're exact, going here. That is, that is, Senator, because I'm this is underlying about, exactly I'm why asking, President Trump is upset and why his supporters are upset right, at the wh- news media. Oh, okay, no, this is not about the media. Senator Johnson, Senator Johnson, please. Can we please answer the question that I asked you instead of trying to 
make Donald Trump feel better here that you're not criticizing him. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm trying, trying to, to ask you a simple question of, of what, made you, what made you wince. Uh, what, what is, I'm asking a simple question about you clearly were upset that somehow there was yes, an implication I, I was, that military was, aid was, was being frozen yes. because the president wanted the, an investigation. Why did you right, wince? Because I didn't want those connected. Okay, so that is the first time he answered that question. That's right, yeah. And it took, I think, more than two minutes. Which is a very simple answer. And in TV time, two minutes is eternity. This is TV gold right here. This fight between Chuck oh, Todd yeah. and, and Ron oh, yeah. Johnson. Everyone loves this. Yeah, in a way, this is probably good for both of them. Yeah. Because it's great for ratings. It's beautiful <laughs> TV. It's horrible for our democracy. <laughs> Which, who cares about that anymore? Clearly not the president, and probably not Ron Johnson either. And he's basically saying, yes, he does have a problem with the president. If aid is connected to this favor. Yes. that's He doesn't want those two things connected. And the diplomat was telling him they were. He calls the president. president says, expletive, I would never do that. So... To Ron Johnson, oh, well, case closed. Because the president, president said he wasn't going to – that's not what he's doing. Because the president has never lied 10,000 times in his first year in <laughs> office or something like that. No. Yeah, and he's not really defending Trump on the merits of things. He's saying, well, why don't we look at Joe Biden? Yeah. Why don't we look at these two FBI people he keeps wanting to cite? But, I mean, Mueller Candom. Yeah. As he, soon as he found out they were doing these flirty text messages back and forth to impress each other, which he got pre, rid of them. Which predate the election. And Johnson's saying, well, but they, there were leaks then about Russia meddling in the, in the election and created a false narrative. No, that didn't. It, that's what was going on. Yeah, Russia meddled in the election. And Johnson eventually here is going to acknowledge that on the interview, too. Yeah. One of the things that's, that's been confusing about this is that Trump doesn't know the difference between meddling and collusion. So, so meddling means the Russians tried to alter the election. Collusion means that Trump worked with them to do that. He doesn't know the difference between the two. So he keeps talking about no collusion, no meddling, which is this, which is this talking point that he makes. And the Mueller report is very clear that there was meddling in the election. We're not sure there was any collusion. And, the, and the, we're pretty sure that Trump tried to obstruct <laughs> any investigation of the collusion. Yeah. All right, let's play some more. But here's the salient point of why I came forward. When I asked the president about that, he completely denied it. He adamantly denied it. He vehemently, angrily denied it. He said, I'd never do that. So that, that is the, the piece of the puzzle I'm here to report today, that unlike, unlike the, the narrative of the press that President Trump wants to dig up dirt on his 2020 opponent, what he wants is he wants to, an accounting of what happened in 2016. Who set him up? Did things spring from Ukraine? The press? is horribly biased, and Trump and his supporters you know, completely understand I, that. I, I understand that, the, that the, a way to avoid answering a question is to attack us in the press. I'm well aware of that, no, and that's no, how it works. No, I'm, try, I'm trying Let to Let me ask you something that Ambassador Volker said. Let me tell you what Ambassador Volker said under oath, and I'm curious if you share this concern. Ambassador Volker said this. I explained that I believe that Mayor Giuliani continues to have a negative view of Ukraine based on assertions of actions that happened in 2016 and that this viewpoint is likely making its way to the president. Were you concerned that Rudy Giuliani's uh, disinformation campaign, sort of Ukrainian propaganda campaign, was uh, negatively influencing the president's views of the current Ukrainian president? Well, certainly the reports, not only from Rudy Giuliani, but 
from Ken Vocal out, out of Politico and John Solomon doing some pretty good investigative reporting. Now the Washington Post is attacking him, undermining him. Uh, all that information, we have never got the answers to those questions. Chuck, I want to get to the truth. Ron Johnson, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> I'm not here defending the president. I'm not here to denounce him either. What I'm here is telling you my, my piece of this, the puzzle here, giving you my honest assessment mm -hmm. of what I heard, how, how the president told me repeatedly in the May 23rd Oval Office visit on the phone on the 31st, yeah. the reason he had very legitimate concerns and reservations about Ukraine is first, corruption, generalized, it's endemic, yeah. we all know that, and then specifically about what kind of Paul interference Manafort was in the 2016 election. And also, and you also Paul, you the think fact Paul that Manafort Europe is framed? not stepping up the plate. You think Paul Pardon? Manafort was framed? No. <laughs> clearly, he's sort of arguing that Paul Manafort was clearly framed. And now, he's, when asked, is he framed? Well, no, no, not yeah, really. Obviously, he was convicted. But there's a lot of other stuff going on back then, too. You know, Hillary Clinton's campaign was searching for dirt, maybe not only on Paul Manafort, but trying to keep President or Vice President Biden out of the primary for the Democratic campaign. So again, you know, again, Chuck, but, right. the, bo the bottom line is why, there are is, so many questions this, unanswered. So again, and no, ask, ask John Brennan, let me ask you what, this. What, was Peter Strzok, what did Peter Strzok mean when the sisters began leaking like mad? Yeah. What, what was the CIA scorned and worried about? What were they kicking into overdrive? There's one, there's a key question I want answered among, I don't know, about 100 So others. Senator, do you, do you not believe the Russians uh, interfered in the presidential elections to benefit Donald they, Trump? They, abs they absolutely did. They okay. absolutely did, and I don't know to what extent the Ukrainians did. I don't know to what extent DNC and Hillary Clinton campaign were involved in kind of juicing up the Ukrainian involvement. This is well. Just ask there those, are a lot it, of unanswered questions. Chuck, I just want the truth. The American people want. So the do you truth. not trust Certainly the Ameri President Do you not Trump's trust the FBI? Truth. You don't trust the CIA? No, I, I'm just no, very confused here. Absolutely you don't trust not. Either after Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Okay. After, after James Comey. You believe the uh, FBI Peter, and Peter the CIA? Strzok, John these Brennan. No, I don't agencies. trust any of these guys in the Obama administration. I don't trust any of them. You don't trust them now. You trust them now. No, I, I didn't trust them back then. And you don't trust them now. I, I do not trust John Brennan. I do not trust. Do you Peter trust Strzok, the CIA Lisa and FBI James now? Comey, because uh, none Mc, of them Andrew have come McCabe. to any of the conclusions guys. you're trying to come to. I'm just curious. Do you trust them now? What, now, who are you talking about? The CIA and the FBI. I don't trust Andrew McCabe. Do you I trust don't trust Andrew McCabe. I don't trust James Comey. I don't trust Peter Strzok. I don't trust John Brennan. This was sort of the headline moment out of this thing was that, you know, uh, Ron Johnson blasts the CIA and FBI and says he doesn't trust them, you know. And he was clearly avoiding the question again. I mean, he kept going to people from the past. Yeah. In the CIA and the FBI, and Chuck Todd kept telling him, what about right now? Because yeah, right now the FBI and the CIA do not believe that the Bidens did something horribly wrong. Yeah, or that the Ukrainians colluded with the Clinton campaign to make the Trump campaign look bad. Earlier, Ron Johnson said, I'm not here to defend the president. When you start out your soliloquy saying he's the most persecuted and attacked president in the U.S. history, poor guy, you are defending the president. He did come to defend the president. You know what's frustrating about Ron Johnson, too, is that we've met him several times for endorsement meetings. He always seems so reasonable yeah. in person. You know, he seems like a nice guy, and like a guy that, that should be respectable as a senator, and then he pulls a stunt like this on national television. I think part of what it is in his defense is look at who his president is. Uh, Governor Scott Walker said during... Uh, when he's running against Trump, that we don't want a reality TV show president. No, we don't. 
And we got one. We got one. And it's just this endless turmoil, and I guess it's got great ratings, but it's bad for the country. And so Johnson has to somehow, if a third of his supporters are hardcore Trump backers, he's got to try to appease them somehow. But Yet he also wants to somehow try to appeal to you and I so that we're still like, well, Johnson's being reasonable. The question is, I don't understand why he has to appeal to Trump's base because he's not running again. Every time, every time he comes in and talks, well, I'm not running again. But then he does. But then he does. Yeah, I mean, so he clear, is running again. So clearly, he is running again yeah. in 2022. Senator, let me ask you this. I, I, I've got a lot of things. One of the things that you came on here truth, to do. Chuck. I, I, I so just want the tr- truth. So no, you, 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 you set this thing up totally biased. I could never really get into the full narrative. We don't have enough time to go through all the things I can talk about in You're terms right, of because you came here president. and chose to bring up something about Lisa uh, no, you, you, uh, Lisa you Page and Peter Strzok. with something incredibly biased that uh, I, I would never be able to get the truth out. Senator, I, I, I don't know why you just came on here to personally attack the press and avoid be- answering questions about what's happened here. Because of your setup Senator, piece. Senator, it's pretty clear um, we're only dealing with the facts that we have. Not the facts no, that, that, that you that's wish what them I want to, to be. With, and I can't get the answers. And I can't get the answers. The American people can't get the answers. So, something pretty fishy happened the, during the 2016 campaign and in the transition, yeah. in the early, the early part of the Trump presidency, and we still don't know. Robert Mueller was we do know the answers. He, he, you're never, choosing, he never looked into any of that. You're choosing not to. You're, you're, you're just making a choice. Barr will. You're, you're making a choice hopefully not William to Barr believe. Will get to the of this. I think Chuck Todd is right that he is ignoring these exhaustive investigations we've had where everybody other than the president agrees that Russia meddled in the last election to try to help Trump. Everybody agrees with that other than Trump. Yeah. And Johnson and wants to go back along with Trump and say, yeah, but what happened in Ukraine? It's kind of kooky. It's not believing facts. It's this belief in alternative facts and conspiracy theories. And it's kind of a shame that senators are supposed to be like a little more dignified, a little more respectful. And this is not that way. Well, and could there be something shady in the conflicts of interest involving the Bidens? Oh, absolutely. I there could be. I mean, Sh- sure, but we don't know that now, so we can't assume that's the case. I mean, I, I will say that Bi- the Bidens should be tarnished because of this because, you know, what what is Joe Biden doing saying, you know, what is his son doing taking a job in Ukraine, you know, and, and Biden's letting that happen? Right, like, but at the same time, as I think it, Jonah Goldberg pointed out in his column this week in the State Journal, and Jonah Goldberg is a conservative, that it's the same sort of thing that Trump did when his daughter wanted to get licensing for her product in China. Yeah. And got it. And she's the president's daughter. Yes. Gee, do you think maybe that helped her financially and his family financially? Or all the diplomats coming to his hotel? I mean, he easily is doing as much as the Bidens are in terms of his family enriching themselves based on his reputation as an, as a leader in the government. Johnson does have to get elected in three years. If Trump somehow is reelected, he'll be reminding people that he was Trump's defender. If Trump is not elected, if Trump gets he will impe- <laughs> never remember this ever happening. Yeah, if Trump, gets, if Trump happens to get impeached over this, you can guarantee that. Uh, <laughs> and when Johnson runs for re-election, you ask him about this, he will deflect in the same way he just did with Chuck Todd, that why don't you focus on the issues? 
Phil yeah, and Scott. Why, why don't we talk about today, not talk about what happened in the past? Yeah. Well, in Wednesday's paper, you uh, offered your take on, on this On Wednesday's film. paper, you did a nice editorial praising oh. a Republican. That's right. Who was willing to stand up to Trump. Jim Steinecke, as I mentioned. Yeah. Briefly mentioned uh, Ron Johnson's... Uh, we combative. Spent, we, we spent a long time thinking of the right word to describe this interview, and combative was the one we, we, stu- we stuck on. Yeah. Uh, and I did a little more hard-hitting of an editorial cartoon. Because Ron Johnson, you know, when, when asked about the CIA and FBI, he kept saying, I don't trust what they're coming up with, basically, their intelligence. So my cartoon him saying, I, I don't trust their intelligence. I trust his intelligence, pointing to Donald Trump in a clown outfit. <laughs> yeah. And Trump had his telephone to call the Ukraines and a piece of paper that said, no quid pro quo. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Johnson believes that, and he was also wearing a T-shirt that said, the truth is out there. But he can't handle the truth. (laughs) Madison's very own Power Pop Trio Tube Tester plays our theme music. To support local journalists, including more than 40 in the Wisconsin State Journal's newsroom, plus additional writers and reporters and editors across the region, go to madison.com slash subscribe now. You can get digital access to all of our publications for just $5 a month. And right now, you can get the first month for just 99 cents. That's at madison.com slash subscribe now. 